The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, your heart beats at least once every second, so it's a great idea to keep that muscle working at its optimum level. We're talking about that thing you do to keep a healthy heart. You're sure to learn something new on today's show. Plus, later we'll find out what's new at Mother's Market and what's happening around town. But first up, we're pleased to welcome back nutritional consultant Ken Babel. Ken has a clinical nutrition practice in Los Angeles and is a consultant to the natural food and supplement industry. He's an author of several books, including Mushrooms for Health and Longevity and Seafood Sense, The Truth About Seafood Nutrition and Safety. And we welcome you to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you? Thank you. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. For those of you in our audience that may not be familiar with your mission and your work, why don't you fill in our audience a little bit before we get into the show's topic? Well, um, before I actually became a clinical nutritionist about 30 years ago, I just became fascinated by the concept of being able to control how you feel from day to day just by your food choices and your habits. And I was also fascinated by the idea that the body is a self-repairing machine. You know, it's constantly renewing itself. And you want to replace old worn out cells with healthy new cells. And uh, you do that by your food choices. Nutrition and the flip side to that is, is how well you get rid of the waste products, cleanse and nourish. So um, that's what led to my study of nutrition, and I try and inspire that in my clients and uh, help them to personalize programs, you know, with uh, their diet and their supplements. Very good. It's, it's fascinating, and I like the way you are explaining. Today we're actually going to be discussing natural solutions for heart health, and we, uh, I want to begin by asking, are heart attacks preventable? Absolutely. You know, that's probably one of the best kept secrets is we don't have to have heart attacks anymore. They are completely preventable. Um, This is a foodborne illness. Hmm. And, uh, you know, we've eaten our way into this problem. We can eat our way out of it. We're not going to solve the problem, you know, with drugs and stints and uh, bypass uh, operations because they don't address the cause of the problem. You think about it, in 1800, heart attacks were virtually unknown, just, was, just as AIDS was unknown in 1970. So, you know, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what has changed in the last 100 years and how uh, we can eat right to prevent heart attacks. And that's so good because you are, I know you're a man of research and we had a show earlier and I love how you put a timestamp on things uh, and it makes us really realize um, What are we doing differently? So let's talk about the circulatory system and why is good circulation so important? Well, you've got about um, 60,000 miles of blood vessels, starting, you know, with the arteries that divide and subdivide down to the very tiny capillaries. Mm -hmm. And then the blood returns through the veins and then the arteries again and moves in a circle, which is why we talk about the circulatory system. And, you know, the your good circulation brings nutrients to all the cells, carries away the waste products, distributes heat, 
Um, in traditional Chinese medicine, they say a, a good circulation uh, fosters good mental clarity, a rosy complexion, and a tranquility. That's good to know. I um, that, and that, which means again the rosy complexion. And you think about I think about people I hear in my work environment that are cold or hot, or you put, you piece that together and you wonder, okay, what's going on there? I tend to be cold all the time. So I guess I wonder, all right, what's going on? <laughs> what's wrong with me? So, right, and you know, sometimes, you know, if we're sitting for a long time, you know, like, you know, if we're on like a long haul airplane flight, you know, people actually develop blood clots. Mm. So physical activity, mm-hmm. you know, something as simple as that is, is going to improve circulation. Another thing people don't often think about uh, particularly the elderly, is dehydration. Mm. A lot of older folks, they forget to drink. And the blood gets too thick, and that impairs their circulation. And uh, poor circulation is a factor in just about every disease of aging. That's a really good point. Yeah, and we have to think about that. Um, what about, let's talk a little bit about the dietary changes that have occurred that increase cardiovascular risk. Well, yes, I mentioned, you know, there are some major changes that have occur- occurred in the last 100 years in our diet. One of them, of course, is imbalance in, in fats. You know, there's two fats that we need just like vitamins every day. Mm-hmm. One uh, is classified omega-6, the other omega-3. And with the introduction of um, corn oil, safflower, sunflower, soy oil, uh, things have got kind of topsy-turvy, and we have an imbalance with the omega-3s, which are the, actually the heart-healthy fats. So to correct that, you know, we want to cut down on those common refined oils, which you also happen to find in a lot of snack foods and packaged foods, and increase the omega-3s in the daily diet, which would be fish, flaxseed, leafy greens. That would be the way to correct that particular imbalance. And, you know, you think about it, the uh, Greenland Eskimos, you know, were virtually free of um, heart disease. And they attributed that to this high ratio of omega-3 fatty acids in their diet from fish and whale, whale blubber and so on. And it seems, I guess, how do we always stay up in front of the pendulum? Sometimes it seems... Or I'm asking you, does it seem like the news changes on what's good or does the, like the fats, for instance, does that sometimes seem like it changes? Or oh, that sure. <laughs> yeah, you remember when, I think it was back in the 80s, you know, when we had the, the fat-free yeah. trend, you know, everything was fat-free and uh, people seem to have forgotten, as I say, like some fats, we require like vitamins every day. Mm-hmm. And what vitamins are good for you or, you know, or is that now that vitamin is good or, yeah, you said fat-free. And then, but you're in an industry where you are on top of it and you do do your research. But then here comes the media and they say, oh, no, no, that's not good for you anymore. So. so. I know it, it can be confusing to consumers. Actually, if you listen to the natural food advocates, I mean, we've been talking about this for decades and and now you know modern medicine is just beginning to catch up but just in in my career i could remember a time when we were called health nuts and mm-hmm. food fattists and worse you know but now it's um, gratifying to see that the medical profession is coming around to our way of thinking now 
you guys were right from the very beginning. Yes. I mean, you know, when, when they started substituting margarine, you know, for butter, we said, no, that can't be good for anybody. <laughs> you knew it from the very beginning because, yeah. Sure. What is margarine? <laughs> it's Trying to outsmart nature. Yeah, natural is always best. What types of uh, diets are best? You know, we used to uh, think that heart disease was irreversible. And um, it was back in the 90s that uh, Dr. Dean Ornish right here UCLA, uh, California, Mm -hmm. showed that you could actually reverse the plaque that forms in arteries. And he did that uh, by putting his patients on a low-fat, semi-vegetarian diet. Uh, He put them uh, through stress modification practices and put them on an exercise program. And he showed that you were actually able to reverse that plaque that forms in arteries. Now, as critics, of course, you know, they said, well, you know, was it the exercise or was it the stress reduction? You know, how much of it was diet? We don't necessarily have to be vegetarian, you know, to uh, prevent or reverse heart disease. As a matter of fact, one of the most scientifically documented diets in the whole world is a Mediterranean diet, traditional Mm -hmm. Mediterranean diet. Which is what? Well, that was a diet people were eating in the 1960s in parts of Greece and Spain and Italy. And at that time, they had uh, a rate of heart disease was 90% lower than that of the U.S. That's uh, not 90% lower. Yes, wow. and it was actually put to the test. Uh, there was a study called the Lyon study where patients were put on the traditional Mediterranean diet or the American Heart Association diet. And after only a few months, they had to terminate the study because it was so obvious that the people on the traditional Mediterranean diet were getting all these uh, benefits and it would have been unethical to continue with the study, you know. <laughs> that's uh, 90%. That's a huge percentage there. And, um, and traditional Mediterranean diet, you know, uh, that that is... Um, Great food. <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> I was going to say. Red yeah. wine. Mm-hmm. Tomatoes. And seasonally fresh vegetables and fruits, mm-hmm. you know, whole grains mm-hmm. and so on. It's, it's a diet. It's not a diet I think anybody would feel deprived on. Right, right. Oh, that makes me hungry. I think I'm going to go <laughs> go to dinner right now. What are you doing right now? Let's all go to dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's I, you're right. Nobody would feel deprived on that. So I would think I'm getting hungry as we speak. I am th- too. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's great. And I would think that at any uh, particular mother's market, you know, that would be readily available for anybody. Oh, sure. So yeah, that wouldn't be a problem to go shopping and and fill your basket with those types of... And it's not just about what you exclude from the diet, also what you include, you know. And I think, for for example, like with vegetables, um, only about 25% of the vegetables we commonly eat have been associated with disease reduction. So, you know, we're not talking about French fries, obviously. But, you know, the simplest approach, you know, and I know there's a lot of different dietary philosophies, but the simplest approach is to go to the produce section, get your fresh vegetables and fruits. You go to the bulk section, you get your whole grains and beans, and then you have your lean or vegetable protein. Like Jack LaLanne used to say, if man makes it, don't eat it. (laughs) A really good point, isn't it? Oh, that's good. Hmm. Well, this is so interesting, and uh, we're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back with more of 
nutritional consultant Ken Babel will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click on the link for radio and listen to our past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with nutritional consultant Ken Babel. And we're talking about natural solutions for heart health. So, Ken, we also want to talk about dietary changes that have occurred in the American diet. Yeah, I, um, I mentioned the fat imbalance, uh, omega-6 and omega-3s. The other thing uh, that has occurred is the potassium to sodium ratio. Mm. We're actually getting more salt in the diet uh, than we are potassium, and which is topsy-turvy. It should be the other way around. And as a result, you know, and some people may think, oh, I don't have high blood pressure. You know, I don't have to worry about salt. But all of us do. This uh, potassium-sodium imbalance has been implicated in other conditions we don't uh, normally think of. For example, osteoporosis, certain types of cancer. And this is because these two minerals are involved in the passage of nutrients across cell membranes. And so when that gets upset, you know, you're leaving yourself open to all sorts of health problems. So the way to correct that uh, would be obviously to cut down on sodium. And believe it or not, most of the sodium in the diet doesn't come from the salt shaker. It comes from processed fast foods, canned foods, and so on. So if we eliminate those from our diet and get plenty of fruits and vegetables, and by that I mean you want to think vegetables and fruits every meal. Think about how you could work them in. Maybe get a cookbook, you know, on vegetables, you know. But soups and salads, uh, steamed vegetables, every meal, that will restore the proper balance of, of those two minerals. And I guess the last one, which we were talking about on the break here, is the preponderance of sugar in the diet now. Some of the latest figures I've seen, uh, we consume about 150 pounds of sugar mm. per year per person, and that sets us up for diabetes and even pre-diabetic conditions, which, of course, you know, when the glucose level starts to rise as we get older, that begins to damage blood vessels and leaves us open to complications from diabetes like heart disease and things such as amputation and, and blindness. Mm. 
So part of the problem, I think, is we don't drink water. Uh, I see families drinking, you know, having two two liter bottles of Coke or Pepsi on their dinner table. They don't drink water. So one way to cut down on the sugar would be to uh, don't drink your calories, drink water to quench your thirst. And you do that, then maybe you'll be happy with maybe a half a cup of something sweet and bubbly. That's a really good point. And you know, it. if you look at the ingredients in anything anymore, it's practically sugar is the, the first or second ingredient there. And I don't have to tell you that, but I'm just, you know, if you're trying to give up on the sugar or cut it back, it's in everything anymore. I know. I mean, uh, ketchup, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not just uh, the sugar bowl. Yeah, right. And that, I mean, it's just shocking when, um, you know, it's just, it's amazing. Um, so you're right. It's just hidden if it's not just right in front of you. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, the risk factors for heart disease and how we might address them naturally. Well, yes, I think that's important. You know, certainly cholesterol is a risk factor, although uh, more and more uh, experts are beginning to believe that may not be the most important risk factor. Um, when you think about it, cholesterol is also a nutrient, you know, and it's important for hormone production and so on. But we, we do have ways to effectively lower cholesterol naturally. In studies, studies have shown that diet can be as effective as the statin, the cholesterol-lowering medications. So, you know, obviously we want to cut out some of the bad fats, you know, you know, cholesterol, 90% of the cholesterol in the bloodstream is homemade. We don't consume it. We're, our bodies are making it and we make it from saturated fat, which you find, you know, in meat and dairy products, which is not necessarily bad, but if we have too much of it, it's going to squeeze out other essential fats, you know, that uh, come from fish and nuts and seeds and so on. But as far as natural remedies, we probably a lot of listeners are familiar with red yeast rice, mm -hmm. which is very actually very similar to the statin drugs and quite effective. However, there are many other naturally occurring compounds in red yeast rice that are not found in the statin drugs. So a lot of us feel a little safer using uh, the red yeast rice than we do the statin drugs. So that I usually suggest, you know, when the cholesterol level is very high. Okay. If it's moderately high, uh, we've got things, pantothene, even garlic supplements. Or we might use some of the combination form formulas, you know, for cholesterol that we find in the natural food store. Okay. What about for homocysteine? Yeah, homocysteine is another risk factor some people may not be familiar with. But as it turns out, people with normal cholesterol levels, many have dropped dead of a heart attack. And it turns out uh, that homocysteine was the culprit. This is a sort of a toxic compound in the bloodstream that damages blood vessels. Homocysteine is just a very simple matter of getting enough B vitamins in the diet. We know that folic acid, a B vitamin, is very effective for lowering homocysteine. And this is something everybody should know, you know, if it's not included in your standard blood work, ask your doctor for it. Okay, that's B vitamins, and then you said folic acid, too. Or right. And I know women have that when they're pregnant. I remember that very well. Uh, high blood pressure. High blood pressure can put stress on the heart. Mm -hmm. And there's actually muscles around blood vessels that squeeze and make the blood pressure go up. 
And magnesium is something that helps muscles to relax. Mm. Uh, something that would be very helpful for high blood pressure. Again, people can use natural supplements, uh, combination formulas for the problem, or individual nutrients, for example, celery seed, quite effective in lowering blood pressure. As a matter of fact, if you were to juice four stalks of celery in your juicer, that in and of itself you would see a slight reduction in blood pressure. Uh, the celery seed extract is a little more potent in that regard. So those, those are two good choices. How about high triglycerides? High triglycerides are a kind of blood fat. Dietary fat is not so much the culprit in this case as consuming too much sugar. You know, excess sugar is converted into fat. High triglycerides, actually fish oil, is one of the very best things mm. for lowering triglycerides. In fact, there's a pharmaceutical company came out with their own brand of fish oil, and they got FDA approval to market it for high triglycerides. Really no different than what we have in the stores. But for each gram of fish oil, you could see a proportionate amount of lowering of the triglycerides. It's very effective for that purpose. Fish oil is also, I know we talk a lot about fish oil on this show, but uh, it has many great uses all around. But I know that's good for your brain, it's good for your skin, it's good for a lot of things. Right. Now, the brain is 60% fat, mm -hmm. and it's primarily omega-3, like what you find in fish oil. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay, well, that's good to know. Uh, C CRP? Yeah, CRP stands for C-reactive protein. Mm -hmm. uh, this is something else, you know, that should be included in, in your blood work. And this is a measurement of inflammation. And I know normally when we think of inflammation, you know, we think of arthritis, colitis, gingivitis, the itis diseases. Turns out there's a low grade of chronic inflammation that occurs in the blood vessels, which we are not often aware of. And so it makes sense to follow an anti-inflammatory diet. Hmm. There are foods that are quite effective in reducing inflammation, and it's a short list. I can give it to you. Okay. Anti-inflammatory foods would be fish, flaxseed, fresh fruit, particularly berries, cherries, and grapes, hmm. garlic, olive oil, green tea, ginger, and curry. If you have some of those foods in your diet every day, you're going to reduce levels of inflammation. Hmm. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, what about artery plaque, otherwise known as? Atherosclerosis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, artery plaque, you know, can be reversed, contrary to, you know, opinion out there. But this has been demonstrated in medical studies. And we've got a few things that have shown an ability to reduce artery plaque and reverse it. Not overnight, of course. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing changes in the body overnight. But after about two years, we've seen reductions with fish oil supplements. Mm. And another good one is pomegranate. Oh. Pomegranate has an additional benefit, too, in that uh, it's been shown to reduce high blood pressure. One other thing I'll mention to you uh, that may be not uh, familiar to many people, it is a subgroup of vitamin E called tocotrienols. Unlike vitamin E, which helps to prevent plaque formation, tocotrienols can actually pull cholesterol out of the plaque and reverse it. Really? So very exciting research. 
Wow. And all of these, so these are all supplements, and these would all be available at Mother's Market. Yes. Knowledge. Okay. Oh, this is great. So what are some of the new products that to look for? Well, um, new heart health products. Um, you know, coenzyme Q10, very high priority. Coenzyme Q10 is a very poorly absorbed molecule, so we want to look for a high absorption formula. Uh, for example, there's a product called QH Absorb. Uh, another one would be natto, uh, natto kinase, or a product called natto max, which is actually a derived from natto, a Japanese fermented soy food. It's a natural blood thinner. Also, there's a new form of fish oil called phosphomega. And like it sounds, it's a form of omega-3s and phospholipid form, the same form in which they occur in the body. And because of that, you get better absorption of it and no burps. Mm. And that's, I've read that about that and heard this, especially with fish oil. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to end on here before we end the show about um, heart being Well, I guess I'll healthy? just give a plug for my book. A lot of the information huh. is in uh, Seafood Sense. A truth about seafood nutrition and safety. Very nice. And um, yes, you have a couple of books. And we thank you. You've been, we know your research uh, has been phenomenal. And it's been so interesting talking to you. So we My thank pleasure. You. Thank you. It's been uh, lovely having you on once again. You can catch more of Ken on his website, nutritionmusician.com, or you can see him at Mother's Market and take in one of his great seminars. Thank you so much, Ken. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. There's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.